Hi, and welcome to Bloodsuckers, a podcast about the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. I'm Maddie. I'm Christina. And I'm Gail. Thanks for listening to our 26th episode. When we are being slackers, we bring you news, theories, discussion, and thoughts about the Twilight series and the Twilight movie. Unfortunately, Janae and A-Ray failed to recite the contents of their chemistry textbooks backwards, so they will not be joining us this week. Slackers. No, they're slackers. No, I've memorized all of my textbooks. I don't know about you guys. I don't even use my textbooks. I don't know if we have There's any. nothing more important than L-C-A-N. And I see all backwards. Oh, Norton's anthology of literature. What? What? No. no. I think he meant, she was talking about chemistry, so it was sodium yeah. chloride. Oh. Yes. Wow. That was, like, way nerdy. <laughs> we just learned about it today. I'm taking chemistry. So nerdy. Okay, oh, you're done. Oh. Now we're going to start with some listener emails. Jill sent us this question. Christina, would you like to read it? I'd be thrilled and honored. Hi, I wanted to start by saying that I think you have the best Twilight podcast. I've spent the last few weeks catching up, and I love it. I've also been listening to Imprint, but I enjoy yours so much better. I'll get right into the real reason I'm emailing. I was watching some interviews with the cast of the movie and saw that the two others were Jacob and LaPush were Embry or Quill, I don't remember which, and Sam. I just assumed it was Embry and Quill. I don't know if anyone has mentioned this, but a few things about Sam bothered me. Wasn't he at the time already a werewolf slash shapeshifter? If which case his hair should have been cut and he wouldn't be wearing his heaviest clothes. I understand that it was super cold so they couldn't do anything about the clothes, but the hair bothered me. If I'm wrong, please someone correct me. So there's two options here. Number one, the movie makers are going with a theory that Sam can control his um, changes so he doesn't really need to be like half naked and with cut short hair at all times because he doesn't need to change. That would be cool Very too, often. though. Or number two, they just want to be like, look, they're Native Americans and have long hair and weird clothes. Isn't this cool? We're so awesome. I'm not sure that um, they're looking quite as into the series as we are as well. It might have just been something they overlooked. Yeah, so way to spot that. But if anyone else listening notices something or has a better explanation let us know yeah. or create a twilight podcast of your own <laughs> in which you don't actually update episodes <laughs> i'm not mentioning that yourself <laughs> all right ash sent us this poem about bella's realization that edward is a vampire gail read it for us i'll provide the beat i said i'll provide the beat not There's you sick of me a bee There's on top of my bee. Symbols. Okay, you shut up. Go get it. Didn't matter how many books I read, theories I studied, I stared in, be- in disbelief. Disbelief of what was in front of me, a pale-skinned demon. A vampire was inhaling my scent, the smell of my blood coaxing him, enticing him to bite my skin to taste, the flowing red fluid in my veins. As he looked at me, I felt an urge, an urge to run as fast as I could. Never looking back, but I was paralyzed. Not by the fat fear I felt in my heart, but by the indescribable beauty. Good All right. Jamie from Canada emailed us with this question. Canada? Canada! That's the actual name of the country. Can't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> You're beautiful. Okay. Christina, read it for us. 
Sure. I was wondering something. You guys talk about music a lot. Have you ever talked about the music they picked for the soundtrack? What did you guys think about the song that Robert Pattinson wrote and played? I'm interested in hearing your opinions on the matter. Um, I downloaded some of the songs from the soundtrack. Like, I have the Paramore song and the Rob Pattinson song. Just because they're Rob Pattinson. I thought the Rob Pattinson songs were like... Yeah, they were okay. They were good for like an actor-gone-musician, but they weren't the best music I've ever heard. I, like I don't Paramore think Rob Pattinson music. considers himself an actor-gone musician. I feel like he considers himself some musician who also acts, and who happens to be a lot more successful in the acting world. And was he doing music before Twilight? I think he was. Huh. Send in the hate mail to Gail. <laughs> Gail next door, not Christina or Maddie next door. I don't know. I just thought his songs were like kind of weird. Not gonna lie. Thought you're kind of weird. Not gonna lie. I am kind of weird. And as is your face. When I was watching the movie, I wasn't like, oh, this music's so good. I should go download the soundtrack. In some movies, when I watched like um, Plumdog Millionaire, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I have to go download the soundtrack. But really? Yeah. Fantastic soundtrack. I was thinking, wow, I never want to go to India. <laughs> that too. You're just a terrible person. Bloodsuckers, staying far as far <laughs> away from India as possible. Just kidding to all of you yeah, listeners who are you. from India. Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't know if there are any listeners from India. If you're from India, email us. Email, reviews on Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> all good. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So Not that we check our email anymore. <laughs> True. Did anyone else listen to the soundtrack? Yeah, I think we've all probably heard it. Well, I fly like paper, and also I get high like planes. But not the Slumdog Millionaire soundtrack. Oh, the Twilight one. Oh, that's uh-huh. what we do a podcast for. Yeah, right. Wow, Christina got kicked off the show right now. <laughs> yeah. No. Anyway. Amber emailed in to tell us about an embarrassing Bella moment she had at school. She said, Ironically enough, we were blood typing in biology, and I, the person who loves to hear blood and gut stories, fainted. I am told that I hit the corner of my eye on the table and landed on the floor. Mike Newton, quote, quote, except his name is actually David, had to carry me to the office. I now have a black eye and a really swollen cheek, but I'm thinking that it may all be worth it. If by having such a Bella moment means I get Edward. Wink. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I was about to do that. Hey, man, I beat you to it. Uh, jerk. I would throw up if we did blood typing in biology. Not that I take biology. We took biology. I couldn't even... Yeah, and I didn't dissect the starfish. <laughs> we didn't have to dissect anything in my bio class. Uh, we were supposed to do oh. a starfish, and I did it on the computer instead. I did that with a frog, except it was a double period, and he put us there to do like a ten. We took he made us go to the library to do like a ten minute thing, and we just stayed there. See, Mr. Sang doesn't believe in dissections. Good, because they're stupid. The dumbest thing ever. In eighth grade, we were supposed to dissect the dissect a frog. Instead of dissecting a frog, I colored a picture of a frog and got an A anyway. See, I enjoyed dissecting the frog back then. I thought it was awesome, except for there were a lot of eggs in it, which was really gross. That is disgusting. Alright. Well, welcome now, to Bloodsuckers. Now, moving on from Bloodsuckers, the Dissecting Animals podcast. <laughs> Yay! Now we're gonna go to Gale. We rename ourselves a lot. 
what we do. Now we're gonna go to Gale with the latest Twilight news. Thanks, Maddie. A teaser trailer for New Moon was just recently released, so go check it out if you haven't been YouTube stalking the movie already. Michael Sheen, who was playing Arrow in New Moon, was honored by the Queen of the British Empire, given an OBE, which gives him the rank of officer. Today marks the six-year anniversary of the dream that inspired Stephanie Meyer to write Twilight. The Quileute tribe of LaPush, Washington, has retained the services of Jackie Jacobs of the talent group as tribal publicist in response to the increasing interest in the tribe caused by the Twilight Saga. Mike Welsh is set to star in Unrequited, directed by on-the-lot runner-up Jason Epperson. Casting notices are being put out by, for the roles of Seth, Leah, and Riley. Peter Facinelli has started his own website, and apparently it is pretty awesome, so go check it out. Hot Topic has released some new Moon merchandise, which is three shirts so far, but is bound to increase. Also, Benny Wayne here saw the MTV Movie Awards. Twilight got a million. So okay, hold on, let me see if we got four or five. We got best female, best male, best movie. best kiss, best fight, and best movie. And Kristen Stewart had a Bella moment and actually dropped her award on stage. Well, it was really, really, really funny, and I know when I saw it, I was like, ha, ah, she really is Bella. But, drugs. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, I think that's the actual reason. But um, and did anyone here see the preview at the MTV Movie Awards? It okay. I was watching it and I was talking to my friend, and he was like, "That actually looks pretty good, like compared to the first one." And I was like, "That's because the trailer. If anyone here noticed, it's like 90% first two chapters of Moon Moon, and 10% the rest of the movie, and the other 10%, which is like." from after he leaves is all Jacob taking off his shirt and then turning into a werewolf. And you know what? When Jacob takes off his shirt, we're all happy. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I like I was watching it with Christina for the first time and I literally screamed when it flashed to Taylor Lautner. <laughs> like, man, that guy has buffed up. I'm oh like, my gosh. It did that thing where it was like flashing on and off film. Comes back as Taylor and I'm like, just stay there. Just stay. Not gonna Please. lie. Like, I think Robert Pattinson is gorgeous. I'm like starting off, but in the movie, because they have to make him seem so like repulsed by her, you know what I mean? Like, they, like mm -hmm. he can't go near her, and he's like really like trying to like kind of stay away. You know what I mean? He's near her, that he always seems to look a little constipated, <laughs> and so um, Taylor was looking a little hotter when they were on screen. Yeah, I've definitely been torn back and forth about who I like better. No, I don't like Kristen Stewart in the teaser trailer at all. She's just kind of like, it's my birthday. It's Did my you birthday. notice the Kiss one person me. who was not on stage to get the Twilight Best Movie Award? My boyfriend, Jackson oh. Rathbun, was not there. But was he not at the you, awards at all? Cam Gigian or whatever his name is mm -hmm. was there and was looking so so good. Oh my goodness, guys. That is an attractive man. I am oh. so ready to like toss Jackson aside and just date, date him. Just all there. I'm in. Something I'm noticing about the shirts from Hot Topic, it's like Edward is in the front line looking at Jacob and Bella, who Jacob is kind of turned to face Bella, and Bella's like grabbing his arm and just staring at the camera. It just kind of seems like Edward's just a random onlooker of Bella and Jacob's relationship. That's true. It just kind of seems screwed up. I'm yeah, not sure if, if that I feel like, was the best. I feel like it, um, that Rob, if Robert and Taylor were switched, it could be the Eclipse poster. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like it- and Edward's barely in the movie, so why is he in the front? I don't know. I guess it's just supposed to be artsy, but- These are really... people like the most. They're not- they don't do it by what makes the most sense for the movie. They do it by what's gonna make people buy the t-shirt. And you obviously can't have a new moon t-shirt with just Edward on it. So they made it centrally Edward, so people are still like, Look, Robert Pattinson's on my boobs! But then it's still pretty short in the movie life. because they're still Belle and Jacob. <laughs> the t-shirt's also the movie poster, so it's what is going to get people to watch the movie. And they they just had, like, Taylor on it. Not as many people know who Taylor is. He's not. He hasn't been getting as much press as Robin Pattinson has. Oh, yeah. I mean, Taylor Lautner was not rumored to be dating the beautiful Megan Fox like other people were. <laughs> But I think the, the movie, I think Edward's going to be in the movie a lot more than he was in the book because I know all of us and the first time you read New Moon, you hate it because you're just like, where's Edward? And they're not going to do that with the movie because they don't want people to be like, where's Rob Pattinson? All the time. And where's the character we fell in love with last movie? So they'll probably have... Obviously, they're going to skip all the millions of months of just being mopey. Just chilling there, just like, I have no reason to live at all. Yeah, I think they're going to spend a lot less time developing um, Jacob and Bella's relationship. You know what? I feel like if that trailer's anything near accurate, it will have a lot more Edward in it. You guys, like, there was so much Edward in that trailer. I know, mm -hmm. right? It was like, Edward, 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 Edward. Well, I think the reason Edward. they might have done that is kind of to give you the plot because like the first two chapters are a lot of setup for how the rest of the book would go and if they had just kind of sorry if they had just kind of thrown out the werewolf thing in the trailer people would have been like wait i thought this was a book about vampires and so they kind of needed to set up the rest of the story in the trailer so they, they didn't set up to say exactly Jackson why Jack he left though like that was yeah. very detailed yeah they did what they didn't need to say exactly why he left. There's nothing, like, they showed the entire, almost the entire scene when she goes to his house. You don't need to know that she gets a finger prick and that's why he ends up leaving. You can find that out when you go to see the movie. I thought they showed well, the that's, that. the that's an exciting scene, though, when, like, Jasper tries to attack her. And that's... I'm well aware that's an exciting scene. I don't think it needed to be in the preview, though. I think that's a scene, like, maybe a little bit of the scene, but I don't think the entire scene should have been revealed right then. There's very little of that scene, I'm pretty sure, that we have not seen. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm guessing that people that make the trailers don't actually watch the movies. Because I feel like whenever I watch a movie trailer, I always have the entire plot of the movie ruined for me. You know what I mean? True. And also all the funny moments. Yeah. So they were probably just like, this is a fun action scene. Here's a hot guy turning into a werewolf. Let's mix this all together. I just think they should wait too much of that scene. Like, I feel like Yeah, and like the thing, like, it's my birthday, give me, like, I want to kiss. Look at That wasn't necessary, really, for a trailer. It's my birthday. If what they showed in the movie was what's going to be like, then 90% of the movie is taking place at Bella's birthday party, and 10% of the movie is taking place Jacob taking off his shirt. That's all we saw. I wanted to see other things. They should have cut everything from the beginning until the birthday scene. Because that part wasn't really necessary. Are they done filming yet? 
because yeah, they might but they not still didn't have need to show one scene. I think they concentrated way too heavily on that one scene. Yeah, definitely. That All right. Well, now that I'm right, we can change topics. All right. Now we're going to move on to our next segment entitled Swoonworthy, Edward's nauseatingly adorable quote of the week. Christina, want to tell us what it is? Sure. This week's adorable Edward quote is, I've been waiting a century to marry you, Miss Swan. He sighed and then his voice was fierce. It's not right. I don't want you to have to make sacrifices for me. I want to give you things, not take things away from you. I don't want to steal your future. If I were human, I'd put my hand over his lips. You are my future. Now stop. No moping or I'm calling your brothers to come and get you. Maybe you need a bachelor party. I'm sorry. I am moping, aren't I? Must be the nerves. Are your feet cold? Not in that sense. I've been waiting a century to marry you, Miss Swan. Anyone else here was, was anyone else here just reminded of Pirates of the Caribbean when they said Miss Swan? Yes. <laughs> Making sure. Miss Swan. Uh, Miss I loved Breaking Dawn before Bella got pregnant. Me too. It was great. Now it's time for Avery's cheesy vampire joke of the week. This week, however, it will be Jamie's cheesy vampire joke of the week. And since Avery's not here, it will be told by Gail. <laughs> Retold? I was going to say recited, but that didn't make any sense. Resold by Flail. Okay, Flail. Hey, Christina. Yes? What did Vampire Elvis say to his fans? I don't know. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Get it? It's like fans. Yeah, yes, like vampires I know. have fans. I, I know, Maddie. I <laughs> like explaining jokes after we say them. You <laughs> like, like ruining jokes. after. Before you even get to laugh. Yep. <laughs> if you'd like to send us a mission for A-Ray's Vampire Joke of the Week, please email us at bloodsuckerspodcast at gmail.com. If we use it in the next show, we'll call it Your Names! Cheesy Vampire Joke of the Week. Oh, Extra credit if it's as cheesy as the way I said, Your Names! Your Names! Now we're going to move to, on to our next segment entitled Vampowers. During this segment, we discuss one human character's would-be vampire power. Christina, would you like to tell us who we will be discussing this week? Sure, this week we'll be discussing Emily. Let's see, so what's Emily like? She can cook. That's true. And she has scars. Yeah. That's very into her personality. <laughs> I was gonna say like healing, but I guess that's all vampires. That's extremely ironic. Yeah, maybe she would have like healing powers, like of other people. But does she heal heal other people in? Well, she takes care of all the. Um... Yeah, she's very motherly. Yeah, she takes that. Maybe care she'll live with something similar to um like Esme. Esme. Yeah, like a generally like motherly nature to her. Yeah, because she like a vampire power. Cooks. Edward's full of crap. She like cooks for all the vampire, no werewolves, and she'll like scold them and stuff jokingly. Jokingly? Or just regularly. <laughs> we don't really hear that much about Emily. It's kind of hard to decide. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with the money. Maybe she'd be an amazing chef and maker of muffins and hot dogs. So great. Really, really <laughs> useful when you're a vampire and you exactly. don't. Exactly. <laughs> when you're making an amazing chef. Oh, this fantastic 
Why must life be cruel? <laughs> okay, stupid moment of the day has been had. It has been done. Okay. Oh, so, I have smart moments. True. This week we have the Vampires Listener Challenge. Since we already discussed all of our own vampires, we want you to email us with three powers for yourself. I actually, someone emailed in and I talked to them on Skype and recorded their vampire challenge thing. But I forgot to tell you guys before this week started. You're well, we'll do it next time. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, make sure to send it in, bloodsuckerspodcast at gmail.com, and we'll read your list along with one of the human characters in our vampire segment. Brownie yeah. points for creativity. So, I propose a new segment. Ooh. <laughs> or a new semi-sometimes segment. Because I'm a big fan of reading. I read a lot of books. We already proposed of... this last time we had an episode. Did we? Yeah, it was going to be official. Well, let's re-propose. Well, I re-propose that we have a, like, book suggestion of the week segment. Because I have a book suggestion, and I think Christina would agree with me. So, this week slash month slash year, I, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to suggest the book Pete's by Scott Westerfield. It's Pete's P-E. We suggest him a lot. Yes, yeah. We suggested him before with the ugliest series. It's a book kind of about vampires, but the vampirism is more of a disease. It's it's like a parasite. Yeah. He explains it. And there's like some people called carriers, and it's pretty rare that if you get infected, you don't like become like a full on vampire deal, like craving people's bloods and going totally crazy, but you do. Like, you can infect others. They don't like the light, and they try and eat meat a lot. Do they sparkle? No. No. I thought it was a valid question. <laughs> it was a valid question. It, it was, was no. true. There's also another book in this series. I don't know if it's a series oh, or if it's goodness. just the two books. But the one's called The Last Days. That one wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, peeps, if you like vampire books, and you liked the books we suggested before... Be a good read for y'all. It's peeps like the marshmallow ducks. All right, and on a similar type of book about disease and such, this is for listeners of an older age. Um, not obviously older than us, but um, I'd say high school age is appropriate. Um, it's called Rant, and it is by Chuck Palahunayakalajudachuba. Um, <laughs> if you ever look at his last name, you will understand that I have no idea how to say it. Neither does anyone else. Um, I just usually go with Gazumtite. <laughs> Palahuniak, I think it is. Um, he wrote Fight Club, and he wrote like Choke, Survivor, Snuff, other things. Rant is about um, it is. I just thought of this. I just finished it, and it was um, it sounds like what you guys just described. Um, Pete, this guy Rant Casey. Or his first name is actually Buster. Um, basically, is infected with rabies like all the time. And ends up giving it to like everyone else in the universe, and it's like this huge epidemic. But it's like the story of how it happened. It's just really interesting, and it's not like a history book or anything. It's obviously fake, but um, it's told through like fake interviews, and it's just like it's super interesting. And I really enjoyed it. I couldn't put it down. Oh yeah, a tiny note about Peeps. It's a very interesting book, and half the chapters are about like parasites in the real world. 
which can sometimes get a little skeevy. Like, I'm pretty, like, squeamish, but I could kind of handle it. But for all of those who, like, pass out at the mere thought of blood, I'm not sure. Just, like, skim through and see if you won't faint. Um, for mine, skip those there's lots of pizza making, yeah. so... <laughs> so, older children only. Rated PG-13. Detail. It's, it's kind of detailed, too, like... Rated so. R. <laughs> no one under 18. Crap. <laughs> Named us. Gale. Alright. Gale fail. <laughs> anyway, Gale. That's my name. Remind us and announce things to us. Well, first thing I'd like to do is defend us. <laughs> <laughs> As the Bloodsucker's lawyer. No, just kidding. Alright, guys. So, I am going to defend us, though. So, the last episode we put out was... March 9th, <laughs> oh my God. 2009. I didn't realize how bad it was. So our promise was once a month. So we missed April and May. So we missed two episodes, and we are well aware of it. Um, <laughs> Quite. I thought it was just one, but no, it's two. We're really sorry. We've been really busy, and that's not you. You guys don't care, but <laughs> we're back. That's all that matters. And we're sorry. And that email box is never going to be emptied. You don't understand <laughs> what's in there right now and how much is in there. We're going through it slowly, I kind of, maybe. Um, I'd like to apologize for us on our part. And I'd also like to say that we officially have our contract in to Forks, which means that we are definitely going now. Woo! So in 21 days, we will be in Forks, Washington. Woot! Forks are bust. So who else is going? Let us know. If you're going, send in an email, but make the subject really, really big. Like, like I'm going, going to Forks. Forks. So we actually read it. Please. And don't do that, So just so we read so yeah, it. Just make this thing like song suggestion or whatever it really is, because when we go through and look for song suggestions, we'll go through and read all the ones that say song suggestion on them um, and whatnot. So just label it what it is, and we will read it when we're looking for suggestions. Yeah, the and number one way to get your song played is to put song suggestion in ooh, sorry in the subject and to email us with songs we already know but you can't really figure that out anyway <laughs> we like music that we like yes <laughs> so Anything figure out our random cd is a good plan yeah new green day cd guaranteed to be in the next episode i was gonna just make this like a two-hour episode and like do like four songs, all of which come off twenty first century breakdown. But, you know, I decided to spare you all. Any other announcements, Gail? We're we are looking okay, I was not aware of this before, but what we're looking for for Forks actually is a Bloodsuckers at in Forks t shirt design, I guess. One that's just gonna be like, Hey, I went to the Bloodsuckers show in Forks, Washington. And, and I'm um, cool. We're just gonna sell one t shirt when we're there. We're gonna bring a bunch with us and you guys can buy them when you're there. And It'll be fun. We'll have them on. We'll probably wear the same shirt all weekend. It's going <laughs> to be disgusting. And disgusting. Um, obviously, if you don't design one, we will. But we're kind of interested if anyone has any ideas. There's requirements of it. It would need to say something about Bloodsuckers being at Forks. And the dates. The dates. That would be nice, too. The 25th and 28th of June. Um, and 
Preferably, we'd like the bloodsuckers part to be big. That's been the biggest problem with people setting in t-shirt designs, is that people in back like, hey, could you guys make the font bigger or something? And they kind of don't, so we don't end up using them. Um, but it's like, the word bloodsuckers needs to be very prominent on any t-shirt. So that's what they're for. And face it, everyone loves us, so. And the fact that it's related to Twilight in some way. Like, a Twilight podcast or something. So it's not, or just even Bloodsuckers podcast. Something indicating what it is. So send in ideas. And if you want us to let us know what color t-shirt you think you would look good on, you could, but I think they're all going to go on white because it's cheaper for you guys and us. And for the country. Also for Forks, we need question suggestions because we will be interviewing Police Chief of Forks, um, the Principal of Forks High School, Mitch Hansen again, and Caleb Nation of yeah, like the Twilight guy. guy. If you send in questions for the interview, because no one has, we've been asking for months, I guess, questions for any of the Principal, Police Chief, Mitch Hansen, or Caleb Nation, and you send it in to, what's your email address? I'll make it like, how about just bloodsuckersforks at gmail.com. Do that right now, make sure it's available. Um, Send it in there, and as long as there's like a question that's not just like, what color are your eyes? What color is your underpants right now? That's creepy. Um, we will... Exactly, so don't ask it. Definitely mention your name on the show, and if you have capabilities, maybe you'll even get to be on the show if it's a good question. That top five questions get to be on the show at some point in their life. Yeah, our top five favorite questions. So send in lots of questions. Yeah, because the more questions you send in, the more chances you get. Everyone can only win once, though. So you can't, like, send send in all of our top five favorite questions. So, like, say you send in our top five favorite questions, number six, seven, eight, and nine will also win. All right, so this is going to be... I'm making an email now, so you guys will be able to send it in. So please, we really, really need questions. We can interview them. So we're going in three weeks. Tell your friends. Bloodsuckersforks at gmail.com. All right, I just did it, and it works. Bloodsuckersforks at gmail.com. This does not mean that you send other email to Bloodsuckers Forks. Yeah. Do not be sending song suggestions. Nothing will get on the show or be answered on there. I mean, so email really no your, point. we might answer your questions like, oh, thanks for sending it in. We'll totally enter you in the running to be on the show in the future or have you released something, something, something. You know what I mean? All right. Now we're going to end the show with a song of the week where we pick a song that reminds us of Twilight. Christina. What is the song for this week? As you heard in the intro, this week's song is This Is For Keeps by The Spill Canvas. We're going to play the song in the background as we discuss so you guys can hear it. So, kiddies, what about this song reminds you of Twilight? Wait, did we say you sent it in? Oh, right. It was sent in by... Cassidy from Alberta, Canada. Right, so the first line, Shoot Your Dark by Pulseless Flatline, reminds me of In Twilight, which actually my friend was reading today at this exact part when Bella is attacked by those guys in Port Angeles. That's what I was just thinking. We do. And this treats her dark, and she's scared to her pulse is probably the opposite of flatlined. But Edward's pulse is always flatlined, so it works. <laughs> and you sit completely unaware of what I'm about to do. It's kind of, she doesn't really know what kind of powers he has and that he was following her. And the air is thick with tension, much like when we are together. My fangs are aching as I'm pondering about you and I forever. 
Yeah, it's kind of the whole thing. Edward wants her, but he doesn't want to kill her, but he wants to kill her, and he doesn't know, and it's all just really tense, and he really wants to kill her. And there's fangs. Yes. This part is Jacob, I feel like. As I round your corner, I'm nervous that you won't be my lover. When, like, he's pulling up with his dad. This actually reminds me of in the movie, that scene. When he's pulling up with his dad, and his and Billy's like, Oh, yeah, Jacob's been asking when he's going to see you again, or something like that. And Jacob's like, thanks, dad. I don't know, I don't know. Oh, when he says, you answer the door with your innocent face, would you like to leave this human race tonight? Basically, Edward and Bella being together means that, like, 80, a, like 99% chance Bella's going to turn into a vampire. So, and I knock three times and hope that my pale complexion won't blow my cover. That kind of reminds me of... In Breaking Dawn, when Charlie goes to Colin's house to see Bella after Bella was changed, and like they all kind of know that she's very obviously different, and he's gonna know something's up. Christina, you have something for eternity. Oh, eternity will never be enough for me, and eternally it will live our infallible love. Well, duh, they're gonna live forever. So. But somehow that doesn't feel like enough because they're in love. Oh, I'm oh my god. If only they had a kid. Oh wait, they do. do. Oh. oh my god. Right. Oh. My blood is pumping an unusual secretion of lust. Your eyes are softer now and your chin it drips a bloody color of rust. Um, I this kind of is when Edward sees Bella. He's like, he's never like felt that way about anyone before. And like at first, um, and then when she, her looking at him like, at first his eyes were like black and then they turned like a softer color and then his chin drips of blood because he eats blood. Wow, it seems like this song is about them killing themselves. I'm raising the stakes for, of this round. I'm playing for keeps. Oh, would you like to leave this human race tonight? It re reminds me of um, Edward returning from leaving Bella. He kind of knows that he's putting her in danger, but he feels like they have no other option because they can't stay away from each other. And a song's like, oh, we should become vampires. <laughs> Basically. So, that's it for our show this week. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at bloodsuckerspodcast at gmail.com or visit our blog at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com. Or send an email for the interview at bloodsuckerspodcast. No, bloodsuckersforks at gmail.com. Yes, that too. Like, forks the things you eat pasta with. Yes. Yes. Okay. You can also be our friend on MySpace at mindspace.com slash bloodsuckerspodcast or join our Facebook group. Please remember to give us a rating on iTunes and vote for us on Podcast Alley, the link for which can be found on our website, which is bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com. Is it? Thanks. It is. It, it, that is true. Bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com Bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com Yes, Bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gail and Christina be annoying. <laughs> I'm Maddie. <laughs> I'm Christina. And I'm annoying. <laughs> Make sure to tune in next whenever we record another episode. Woo! Probably Forks. You guys will hear from us next. See you in October. Hold on. No, you guys will hear from us next. Um, after the weekend we're in Forks, it'll be the 30th, hopefully, of June. We'll be sending out all of our Forks stuff compiled into one 400-hour episode. Yes. Unless we decide to do something before then, but probably not. 
Yeah, that, we're not gonna do three in one month. We'll stick it to in one month. Okay. All right, adios. See you in October. Bye. <laughs>